What's up, guys? Welcome back to Two Sisters and Their Dramas. It's your girl, Nay. And your big sis, Chan. What up, Chan? Girl, I made this drink. And <laughs> I let you try it. You did. I let some friends try it. You did. I'm also now going to let our friends listening to this podcast try it. Because tomorrow, uh, which is June 28th, I am going to be dropping a picture of it as well as like a couple of steps Come on, on Twitter. Come on, Twitter. If I don't forget. Well, um, you put it out there, so you got to do it now. Somebody hold me to it. It's not perfected. Let me give that disclaimer, but it is in a great direction. And so I'm going to put it out there because the drink is called Summertime and I want my friends listening to have an opportunity to make their own Summertime. So since it's not perfected, Please add your tweaks and make it work for you. Let me tell you something. The drink is pretty. And I'm going to leave it at that. It's mm-hmm. pretty. It's worth having a picture of. It's I give cute, you that. I must admit. And like I said, I feel like it's about 80%. May, I'm going to bump it up to 95%. Almost there. Okay, kudos. Pat yourself on the back. Do what you got to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. So that's tomorrow. I'm going to put a reminder on Google so that I don't forget. Because your girl be... <sighs> I be having too much on my mind. Listen, no handy reminders. That's what they're good for. And I have to have those to kind of help me. So, let me jump on into it since we already know what the drink is I made. If you're listening to today's podcast, we want you to tune in with us with a, my, a cocktail. Or a mocktail. Um, and on this day, Nay and I are having the drink called Summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Hey, that's what we're having. And it's great. It's tasty. I'm not even going to fret. It's tasty. And it's aptly named because it's so hot. Yeah. It's pretty. Now listen. It's pretty. It tastes good. It's refreshing. All of these things. Mm -hmm. Love it. Cool, cool, cool. So that's what we're having today. Uh, Again, make sure y'all are keeping hydrated with some water. Keep your animals and, you know, keep them hydrated. And inside, of course. Keep the air going. It is hot. For real. It's too hot to play games. Um, So much is happening in the world. This is not a political podcast. So we're not going to get too deep into it. But just know, we not with the shits. Get out there and vote, you guys. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's that's it. Um, So do what they said and go ahead and get out there. Get on out there and vote. Um, Woody the Virgin. So, yeah, it's a show. It's a show. It is a show. It is what, 14 episodes? It's 14 episodes of actors acting. They do, they, they, they do be acting. They do be acting and, you know, they had some lines to memorize, which means somebody wrote it. Yeah. Um, and somebody filmed it. Absolutely. And they took all the those necessary components and put it into the show and said, here you go. This is 14 episodes of a letdown. It's more beyond a letdown. It's 14 episodes Yay. of missed opportunities. I think that's a better way of looking at it. If I was coaching someone at work, that would be my... At, you know, my response is that this is 14 missed opportunities. I'm not because it has just been uh, one and two. Y'all know we came in with it being okay, it's cute because the potential was there. Absolutely. Right? The potential was strong. And the potential was so strong 
we were willing to accept an episode, and this is any show you watch, right? Like, every episode that you watch of any show, the first episode, sometimes all the way up into episode three, it's usually like character build-up. Yes. It's background yes, work. Yes, absolutely. So you don't mind the, the slowness of it because that's how you learn and identify with people. But after that, Woody has not picked up at all. And it has just been... Ugh, I'm so disappointed. I mean, I think they've tried to pick up what they can, mm-hmm. but it just seemed like they just were throwing different storylines mm-hmm. and new things at us just for the element of the ooh mm-hmm. and not for the actual story. Too much. Too, too much. And I just feel that, you know, this is what, episode 10 through 14? 10 through 14. For us. Um... Just putting it all into a quick little box and putting a bow on this show because I'm so happy we're done with it. Wow. Um, and I don't mean that. Sheesh. That's, that's how I feel. Like that, that is exactly how I feel, so I'm going to stand on that. I'm that's not how hating I feel. your opinion. There's You're so entitled. much other good TV out there. 100% facts. And across the genres that it's just like, oh my God, I was having to get this in. It was like homework. It's like, it, who wants it was to have a force. to do homework? It was a force. So, here we go. The standouts for four, 10 through 14. If you follow us on TikTok, you already see that we dropped a little teaser. We dropped like a little spoiler um, for those of you who haven't. And I, I want to say this and then I'm going to kind of just kind of chill on talking for a little bit. Because I know that some people out there that listen to us may actually like Woody the Virgin. Facts. And I don't want to discourage or take away from your experience with the show. But my experience has not been the, the best experience with the show. I had such high hopes, and I think that's my fault for putting it up there so high. Because it was such a great... Um, concept and opportunity to do something, you know, very unique for K-dramas that it just fell completely flat. So if you are listening and you're into it, stay with it. Please do. You know, we, so here's our, here's my thoughts. Episodes 10 through 14 essentially is, you know, Woody going through this emotional roller coaster because, you know, Raphael's coming in hot. He's like, hey, let's make this a family unit, me, you, and the baby. Uh You know, he has such some drama, and drama's not the right word. He has some un... He he needs some therapy. There you go. I'm trying not to say it. He does. He needs some therapy because he has these, these emotions that are bottled up from... You know, lack of parenting. Yes, man needs availability to go for whatever couch. reasons, right? Facts. And so he is clinging to Woody and her family unit by any means necessary. And then the man came in so hot he did a flash mob dance to to propose. And it wasn't even a good flash mob dance. It was terrible. I think that was just so excessive. It was terrible. It was impulsive, considering you know her mom, you know, gave him the keys to make this relationship at least move. Maybe not work, but move. I just can't understand what in him thought she would want that. Mm-hmm. That's because he was doing what he wanted to do. True. And it's unfortunate, which led him to get a no. Mm-hmm. Okay? She politely said no. Exactly. And, you know, then, of course, 
ex-boyfriend boo is always around he just always you know it miraculously bumps into her you know the family and and that's fine because again spoiler alert for you all you know they get they get married yeah at the end they do so which again was a strange twist I mean, I guess they had to have her marry somebody in the end. It was unnecessary because if you look at it from this perspective, they broke up for, you know, X amount of months so that now, granted, the baby, you know, okay, fine, the baby is born and all that by the time they get married. But they broke up and maybe she needed to grow up. Maybe she needed to go through those experiences because honestly, I don't think she was over over him anyhow. I don't think she was over him, but I do think him coming back in the end and saying, I will raise this child as my own. Oh, yeah. Was a big factor in her changing her Agreed. or agreeing or wanting to marry him. Thousand percent. And that takes me back to my initial point that I made a couple of podcasts ago as far as I don't think that he ever was a hundred percent behind the whole. It's a hard no for me. You know, I think he felt away. Uh-huh. I think it was a, a, a setback. I think it was something that would challenge most people. Agreed. But I don't think it was ever a hard no. I think they just needed to stick through it, you know, to kind of go to to get to that path. But also another way of looking at it is maybe they needed to separate so he could see what a good thing he had. Or her too. Maybe she needed yeah. to see what a good thing she had. He because he understood she, he was moving slow. He was respectful of you, your family, and and they were friends. Yeah, and she kicked him to the curb. So, which yeah. poor judgment on her part, which also was like, Ugh, I'm not into this chick. So, <laughs> let's also say ex-boyfriend solves the case. Oh yeah, that he's been on forever. The unnecessary case. Yeah, we um, figured out who Chairman Kim was. Can we talk about that for a second? Because low key, I'm very pissed. <laughs> I'm mad that you're pissed about it. I am because I feel like, first of all, you gave us this unnecessary storyline for episodes on top of episodes. And who cared about Chairman Kim? Why do we need this? Why can't we stay true to at least two to three storylines? Right. And because quite quiet as it's kept, Monty and her mom were far more interesting, their storyline versus this Chairman Kim storyline. And so, we wasted all this time with this Chairman Kim stuff, and it turns out to be the fucking secretary? Yeah, the secretary turns out to be like Raphael's half-sister or something of a sort. And no shade to secretaries, because obviously (laughs) that was a bad-ass chick, but my point is... Who is she? Yeah, we, we didn't put any time or effort into knowing her the whole time. Probably seen her once. Like, and if we saw her more than once on an episode, that's how irrelevant her storyline was. That's right. how forgettable her character was. Like, why did y'all do that? I actually, you know who I thought Chairman Kim was going to be? Who did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Maddie's mom. Or I, one of her henchmen. Listen, I, I look he wanted it to be Raphael's dad, so... Mm. I, well, I they did enjoyed. try to make it be, you know, they tried to set him up, and officer, you know, boyfriend was just like, mm, nah, that ain't it. Storyline, don't. It's too perfect. It's I too clean. He's the only cop that was actually copping. True, because the rest of them, case closed. Yeah, he did it's it. over. Although, his Next caller. <laughs> Come on, Kaya. 
his boss was dirty. So, True. like, it just was a lot of random details mm-hmm. that they threw in. It was too much. Too much episode. Too many different... I'm okay with having different storylines because, you know, we're watching this show, which we do recommend, called Snowpiercer, Piercer, which we're watching it on HBO. I believe it's on TNT, but we're watching that now. Um, but there's different storylines there because you have all these different A uh, cast characters, B cast characters, yeah. C cast characters that you have their storylines. But because their storylines are written so well and woven into the main Absolutely. plot of the story... I don't mind when we get to a D-cast character storyline because it is driving the main storyline. Right. It all and ties together. This right here has just not been connected. And I find, I think for me, that is probably what lost me, if I'm very honest, the fact that there has not been any connectivity with the show. Something for me to hold on to. Because connectivity will keep you there. I think a part of the problem was... In the original Jane, these all of the characters were woven together. Mm-hmm. The the woman who um, inseminated Jane mm-hmm. was Raphael's sister. Mm-hmm. The father of Raphael, his wife or fiance or whoever she was at the time, turned out to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And all of these stories were interwoven for seasons, and they mm-hmm. just kind of threw it at us all yeah. in this one season. It's just not good writing. That is what will lose an audience. And it's not just us. There are plenty of people that just, you know, For were sure. disappointed with the show. For sure. And I just, I just think that was a missed opportunity. That's just the only way I can describe it. So I think, you know, for the most part, not to just be bashing the show. <clears throat> right. Please don't. No, I mean, I picked it. So I'm happy that Woody and ex-boyfriend got back together. I'm happy that the baby, you know, was born and they heard Raphael ex- and ex-boyfriend, mom, dad, were able to create a new family style right. unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, especially because I know that sometimes in other cultures, you know, having a baby daddy is not necessarily right. a great thing. <laughs> right. And... It's so common here in the United States, but I find that in other cultures it may not be as common. Mm-hmm. So I'm like appreciative of the fact that her family's just like, hey, come on. You know, we accept you. You're my son now. So I, I love all of that. I am happy for ex boyfriend because, you know, he is the quintessential got to see it through because he Facts. did see it through as far as with Chairman Kim and with Woody because he is. A devoted guy. Yeah, he would have pined for her for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he really did choose to, I'm going to let you go. You know, because although I'm going to be around, although my heart is broken, but I got to let you go because I know that you don't, you're not, you're not wanting to be with me. Right. And I, I would much rather you be happy and not be a burden to you and your child. So, you know, he's, he was, he had respectable moments. But it came um, back. Yeah. It came back. It did. And I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him at all. You know, I, I, I didn't like how they were trying to do the whole team ex-boyfriend versus team Raphael. Yeah, the tug of war was unnecessary. I think that that was just wasted space too. So, But you have to have a triangle in these dramas. You, you do. Have to. But I feel like at that point, because we're, you know, so late in the season, 
that that tug of war should have been earlier on. Agreed. You know, which goes back to this point, you know, the writing just was not that great with the show. I feel like they thought that, whoa, we saw Jane the Virgin. We can just make all of this and cram it into 14 episodes. And I think that that's just a wrong outlook. Agreed. You should have used Jane the Virgin as an idea and made your own version. Even if you wanted to select certain stories from the script. Right, right. You could have did that, but they just didn't. It was totally just a copycat crammed into 14 episodes. 100%. As a fan of Jane the Virgin, you know, I went into this with, uh, I guess, higher expectations than you Mm -hmm. in some aspects. Mm Mm-hmm. I will say I I don't think that I will watch this one again, you guys. I don't think that um it's it's it doesn't have any rewatch value for me. Hell, it barely had watch value. Like let's just be honest. Like no for me, obviously as far as rewatching. No. It was barely watchable, let's just be clear. Um, but I won't whoever's listening because I know that there is somebody out there listening that's like I like this show because there are tons of shows that I like that Nate doesn't like facts um, and vice versa you know Ashes so what you say nothing Ashes of Blood <laughs> that's one of my favorites <laughs> I love that show and it's so corny and stupid but so that's my point like there are I, if you're listening and you like this show I, I, I want you to enjoy it I, I hate that I'm having to you know, speak on the fact that I didn't like it because I don't want to ruin that experience for you. But for me, it was a no. But I do want to encourage people that are out there that are listening to our podcast. Woody Diversion is on Vicky. It is on 14 Vicky. episodes. Yeah. The concept is a brilliant concept, which is a, a virgin woman in, in later, well, not later. I'd say she's in her 30s. Mid, yeah, early and to mid-30s. She gets pregnant. Yeah. And it's such a great, unique concept. There were moments where the show was just like, oh, that's cute. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Right. Um, and then if they had just kind of rolled that wave, it would have been 10 times better. I agree. I agree. I'm not going to um, I'm not gonna add anything else to that because we already know. <sighs> it, it just, it was a watch and it is over now. It is over, but you know what's not over is that you can always go back and listen to previous episodes of our podcast talking about Woody the Virgin, talking about Alchemy of Soul and plenty of other shows. So that's not over. You can go back and listen to those and we have more coming in the future. Absolutely. Um, two Sisters and the Dramas, you know, you can always find us on uh, Twitter and TikTok because I keep telling y'all, um, get in these review streets because I want to talk to y'all. Like, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to have conversations with you. You can DM us on Twitter or TikTok, but, you know, we want to hear from you. So keep this thing going. Yeah, until then, you guys, we're going to holler at you next week where we will come back with more Alchemy of Souls, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Until then, we will holler. Deuces.